Good afternoon again, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Daniel Bergen, and this is Politics in Reality on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, today's topic, as I said before, is going to be on the future of school shootings in America. But we're going to come to that. I just want to thank all sponsors of Radio Free Brooklyn and our listeners. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my dad and my brother, uh, Dylan and Diallo Bergen, who are in the studio with me now. Uh, and I'd like to give a shout out to my Asian community. Ni hao, wo jiao, dani er, wo shohua, ying wen, he, zong wen, wo aini. Stay tuned. Um, and for and to join our weekly shout out, just email me at daniel.y.bergen, that's B-U-R-G-I-N, uh, to enter for our weekly shout out. Uh, today's topic is the school shootings and the future of them in America. Uh, now, usually on my show, I'd give you a kind of background on the issue, but I don't even know what to say. It's just... There's no expression for it. Um, we call ourselves a civilized and advanced democracy um, in the heart of the world. We're the police of the world. We're basically uh, the country all the other countries look up to. Uh, yet we're the one that has the most shootings. The first mass shooting in New Zealand happened uh, a couple weeks ago when we saw it on the news. And that has been the first and only mass shooting in New Zealand. And since then, New Zealand has revolutionized their laws and um, made sure that that an event like that can never happen again. Um, but we've had over 200, over 200 in the past five years and the united states hasn't done much about that uh today i'm gonna be talking with uh my brother diallo bergen a student at mega evers college preparatory school and we're just gonna get uh into the discussion on school shootings and how that's affecting not only the country uh but the children of this world uh diallo introduce yourself Um, I'm Diallo Bergen, and I'm Daniel Bergen's brother, as you can see, and I'm joining him here today to talk about different things in politics and how it affects our world, and this has had a big impact on how I think about certain things, so this is going to be a very interesting conversation. Oh, uh, well, the... <laughs> Very nice intro, and thank you for being here today, Diallo. Um, how has school been going for you so far? So far, it's been very good. Um, I've been getting lots of good grades, in fact. I have honors in every class, so that's going well. Okay, very nice, very nice. Um, what do you think the children of our schools, um, why do you think they are the way they are today? Um, in terms of how some are affected um, to go so far to commit uh, mass shootings. What do you think kind of leads um, at school and at home to um, such an event taking place? It has a lot of factors, I would say mainly external sources, 
So like certain music or certain verbal language or certain friends, impacts from teachers, um, people that they look up to, all of those can influence them to take those specific action and can change the course of that whole school or their lives. So far so that they um, decide to commit mass shootings? I mean, it. There, there's a lot that goes into that. So if, if there's that, and then let's say that the child has problems at home or there's something wrong or they have some sort of handicap, all those different things may drive them to take those such extreme actions. And even though a, it may look like a lot, it may have a big psychological impact on that person and that might cause them to take that action. That is very true, very interesting response. Um, as these uh, school shootings continue to happen more frequently, um, I think in a way they're becoming the norm in a way that they shouldn't, uh, so much so that um, companies are producing bulletproof backpacks and parents are actually buying them for their children, um, kind of reinforcing that norm and the uh, heightened frequency um, of school shootings. So I want to ask you the question, um, how do you believe that school shootings are affecting the lives of children in America as well as the families of those children? Um, it's multiple things. So there's, there's our society today and their morals, their values, how they impact the school and how they impact the parents and the family. And some of it is also just there. Some of it can be paranoia and the other amount can actually be like dangerous situations in certain communities or in certain areas where it might be likely and prone for that to happen. So it depends on the situation and the environment, but mainly the society and other external factors and internal factors that um, manage and make the families to do those certain things against those extreme actions. Okay, uh, well, why do you think that these events have continued to um, to go on in the United States because um, the United States is known for having these events but in other countries they're not uh, going on so frequently um, every other week we have a school shooting but uh, every other 50 years a place like Switzerland or uh, Sweden is having one of these events so why do you think that these events continue to be so frequent um, here in America, the uh, capital, the uh, lead country of the world? Um, I would say that it would be the way that they advertise it. So like, if there's a school shooting, it would be all over the news, they'd be advertising it as this bad thing, and they would like put the person in the spotlight at that moment they're totally bad and everything and then the family's all like i never know that they would do this whatever 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 
but behind the scenes there might be something that they knew that might happen or it might be something that they knew that might cause them to take some type of extreme action and despite that people are not aware of those things and they're just totally ignoring it so like if there's let's say in mecca for an example if there's someone who has adhd or some sort of problem or some sort of handicap and they get bullied in school all day and they get thrown around and kicked up and stuff and they get really angry and their parents and father and whatever has access to certain weapons it's really something that you can see coming so and no one's taking any action to prevent this or to stop any of those events to lead up to that extreme action and it's really just like encouraging more and more people to take action and not really diffuse the situation oh uh, well that is a very interesting viewpoint but um i kind of disagree with you i don't think that it's entirely able to be seen um, while these events might continue and continue to go on, some of these teachers and staff aren't trained in these areas to be able to spot it. And yes, some people may say, but you're able to see um, someone getting kicked around and tossed around and um, how that's affecting them. But not necessarily. These children might have things going on at home. Um, since from when they were kids, whether their father abused them or their mother always came home drunk and whatever happened in their lives, and they've grown to tolerate it and be able to hide the bruises, the, the emotions. Um, so what do you think that we can do to fix this situation? And you brought up gun control um, on how... Um, the child's parent may have access to a gun. Um, so what do you think might have to be done to fix a situation like this? For those certain people, it, although it might be as discreet as possible, in some way, shape, or form, it's going to be known. So like if it's whether it's the tiny scar on your arm or a large cut on your hand or finger or face or whatever some sort of thing is going to be known because there's no way that someone is going to go through all that trauma all that stuff and it's going to be able to hide it so well to the point where no one can be able to see it or understand it because it has to have some type of psychological or physical or emotional effect on them that is true but sometimes um uh the people that notice these things might not be able to um do so they might only be able to do so much as in to report it to the school or to the doe and from there there may not be um much that uh, a parent can do so what do you think that um society can do our leaders can do anybody can do to um really fix this situation what do you think that the american people need to do i think they need to change their environment because 
if the environment is encouraging these things to happen, then of course they need to figure out that there's something wrong. Because people don't take action and they don't do anything until they find out some big scandal or some big something happened at some school. So one thing that I believe needs to change is the environment. That way people would be able to communicate their personal problems to a school official or like a tutor or someone or um, anybody who's able to help them. So that way it's it doesn't turn into nothing and the problem doesn't just dissolve away and the person goes out and has a school shooting or whatever organized. But yeah. one, one other thing to that would be the fact that um, with with those ties, with those type of people, there needs to be um, well overall there needs to be that sort of environment in every school so that you could prevent against that. But that raises the question of if the school and the people as a whole care more about the education than the actual real life appliance to those um to those emotions and those feelings and those actual real needs that people have if they care more about education than that then of course again they need to change the environment and their thinking and the overall atmosphere that is a valid point uh changing the atmosphere does have a lot um and the environment has a lot to do with that but there are people that will argue what do you mean changes the environment? There are uh, more, let me say, efficient ways or way, things that can be done today or tomorrow or this week. Um, people may not be able or willing to accept um, changing the environment. The American public might not want that. What do you think? What other solutions do you think may um, need to take place, maybe concerning law or gun control? What do you think our politicians, our government should do? Um, instead, of, instead of establishing laws for gun control and all these different things, rather than trying to prevent it at its top point, try to start it before try to stop it before it even starts so like establish rules to um keep the people happy so like if for that eight hours or six hours a day you're just there doing work doing work doing work and you have like a two minute break between periods or between school parts or whatever school system you have then that's not gonna help the situation or do anything. So in terms of laws and stuff like that, I believe that they should take down all that brute force and try to approach it at a different level and a level that will be able to diffuse the situation right away and just be able to diffuse not just the situation, but the that whole influence on other people too. That does make sense. That makes a lot of sense. But not everybody can be caught. It's like um, a man holding two women hostage and he's standing on the edge of a building, on the ceiling of a building. 
and he says uh he's gonna drop both of them and you only have one net you can save one or i mean there's nothing that you can really do in that situation i mean there you can get a helicopter you can try and catch him you can try and storm the building you can try and there are, i mean you can do things to try and stop that man but one of the women will not be able to be saved so while yes um getting to the children before anything happens like that there are a lot of situations that will just fall through the cracks and people won't be able to respond to that so there comes a point where law and um as you stated brute force would be needed to um stop things like that because children are dying 17 year olds 16 year olds 18 year olds 15 year olds 14 year olds like me they're have they're dying in schools that are supposed to be safe for learning they're being tore up by little metal pieces flying into their body before they get a job before they get to even finish high school before they get to start college before they get to get a family parents are burying their children and yes changing the environment has a lot to do with it and there is place for that but there is also a place where laws need to be changed and the people need to arise and uh, realize and create a difference and speak to our leaders our government and yes everybody says this go to your council person go to your state senator go to your assemblyman and we protest and we lift up signs but things aren't being changed well in regards to that i would say that if this world was perfect then none of that would happen so the point that i'm trying to make is that um in doing this it needs to be able to optimize the chance of that not happening cuz there's always going to be that one or two situations where something might happen but there's always that optimal situation where you'll be able to reduce all of that so that as you said once every 50 years the a uh, shooting would come up and it wouldn't be such a big thing because it doesn't happen that often and in regards to the second part that you said about society it's all about their mindset so there can't be any proper action taken or any protests or anything or anything of that sort that can actually be effective unless you change your mindset so if there's just these people rallying and ranting all about about how gun shooting can stop that's not going to change anything it's sure it's going to end up on the news and it's going to end up everywhere you can possibly imagine but it's not going to change any little thing cuz we all know that the government alone can't stop every single person and as i said before this world is not perfect so of course some things may slip through the c- cracks but the 
point is to get the optimal amount of help needed to our society and address those problems right away to get the maximum of reduced loss that we can get. You're right. This isn't a perfect world. And I'm agreeing with you that the mindset of the people needs to be changed. But that's not going to happen today. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen in the next 50 years. It might not even happen in your generation or in my generation. And while we're waiting for that change to come, there will be more students that will be shot. The escalation will arise. And you're right. Protesting every single day is a waste of Dollar Tree postcards and markers. You're right. But there is a point where all of that is needed. And I believe that... I believe that we have a duty as Americans, as humans, as citizens, as as humans, as just as hu- human beings. You're right, there are those one or two situations that will fall through the crack. This world is not perfect, but we have to try and reach those people. Somebody may say they were born like that, they were raised like that. I believe that people can change and you can have your own opinion about that but everyone deserves a chance to uh, try and see if they can change Um, that there are people who used to murder for the mob or who used to be assassins for hire and they were caught and they were sent to jail and now they're in soup kitchens helping out the homeless or they're starting charities to help uh, gun victims uh, victims of gun abuse there are things that we can do people can change Um, some people can't but we have to at least try the mindset of the people needs to be changed the environment needs to be changed but that's intangible. Well, in the in in the sense that more uh, tangible things need to happen, such as laws being passed, such as politicians changing it, and some of it is, in a sense, corruption. In this, in meaning that they're not doing their rightful job to the best of their ability but we are the people and as stated by the constitution as stated by john locke stated by thomas jefferson by almost all of our forefathers we are the people and we have a responsibility to hold our government accountable And that's what we all should be doing to make sure that school shootings like the one at Stoneman Douglas or or Columbine 20 years ago, make sure that they do not happen again. Because since Columbine, that was, I believe, the first school shooting in America, there have been 256 plus we're regressing as a civilization we call ourselves democracy we call ourselves 
the future of, of the world. And yet we're going backwards. Well, what I have to say to that is that as one person once said, the only constant thing in life is change. So what we need to do as a people is to change. Because as you said, in the next 50 years maybe, nothing may change because we're just sitting down and doing nothing. If we're just gonna sit down and watch everything unfold, then what is that doing for the better of us? That's like building a laptop from scratch and then taking it down piece by piece and just watching it, watching your million dollar laptop fall apart or your million dollar supercomputer fall apart because you let that happen. So we can't just sit around and do nothing, but at the same time, it's gonna be really hard for us to change our mindset. And if the only constant thing is change, then, and if the only change that's going on is the change in gun violence and that amount is fluctuating, then we gotta reverse that. And that needs to be a major change in our society. Uh, well, I agree with you, and thank you for having us on the show. Thank you for being on the show today. Um, it was a pleasure to have you. That's all the time we have for today. Um, but thank you again for coming. Uh, do you have anything that you want to promote? Maybe a website? Um, one thing that I would like to promote is my business website, qualitycommodities.store. Again, that's www.qualitycommodities.store. Uh, well, thank you again for being on today. And I hope that you uh, continue to keep those grades up. Um, Nelson Mandela once said, education is uh, the only weapon that you need to change the world. So um, all children listening out there, put down the gun and learn something, okay? Uh, We'll be back with the current events. I just want to thank my brother again for uh, being on the show today. We had an excellent uh, conversation about the future of school shootings. Uh, if you're tuning in again, my name is Daniel Bergen, and this is Politics in Reality on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, currently, the weather in New York is 60 degrees Fahrenheit uh, and cloudy with light showers. Um, so for current events today, the House Judiciary Chairman uh, subpoenas uh, ex-White House counsel Don McGahn. Um, we always have stuff happening in the White House, um, but we hope that the future of our country is safe, you know. Um, we are the people We deserve to stay the people, right? Uh, in other news The Sri Lanka bombings um, I myself and I'm, I'm a Christian And those nine bombings uh, really kind of hit home uh, Our hearts here in New York go out to the Sri Lankan people uh, We hope that you can rebuild And that you uh, continue to stay strong uh, also, in news, a SpaceX crew uh, from NASA uh, had an accident on impact, and uh, NASA plans to launch astronauts from 
U.S. soil. Um, the Supreme Court will hear cases on LGBTQ discrimination protections for employees. And uh, in a Kerrville plane crash, up to six people fear dead in small plane crash in Texas. Um, we hope they're okay. We hope they, you know, stay strong. Um, and on TV, NTS Los Angeles is renewed uh, for season 11 at CBS. There are lots happening in the news. Always stay aware, whether it be uh, CBS News or NBC, uh, whatever it is, just stay strong, stay on it. Um, make sure that you're up to date in um, events like the one in Sri Lanka, but also just, um, you know, to keep you and your family safe and make sure that you know what's going on so you can just continue to um, live your lives. Uh, thank you for everybody that tuned in today, all our listeners. Uh, my name is Daniel Bergen with Politics in Reality. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Tune in next week for a surprise. Uh, I might be interviewing uh, a very good friend of mine who's a former Homeland Security director. Um, so stay tuned for that every Monday at 6 p.m. Uh, I love you guys. Have a good Monday.